KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Guess where I am? Those of you who are driving in your cars or listening on your radios and not watching on Facebook Live will not be able to see that I am sitting back in the studio of Radio St. George 100.3 at Dixie State University. I am so excited to be back here in the studio. I've been trying to do recordings at home for you, and it hasn't been quite the same. It just isn't the same as being here in the studio where I have the microphone right in my face and the camera in front of me, too. I'm so glad to be back here so that I can be with you guys. Let's jump right into things. I want to talk to you today about energy. Energy. We've talked about this before, about how everything is energy. Everything in the world is made up and consists of energy. Everything from solid things like this microphone in front of my face to your emotions. It's all energy. And how that energy affects you is something that we don't really pay attention to, but it is constant. The energy that is within you and around you is always there. It's always moving. It's always flowing. And it's always taking you with it. It's up to you to decide to create your intention and to adjust the energy in and around you in a way that suits you, in a way that is beneficial for you, and in a way that actually helps you. Because believe it or not, the universe wants to have your back. The universe wants to back you up. The universe loves you is thrilled anytime you have success and wants to help you do those things. One way that you can have simply just more happiness in your life, and if it's something that you're interested in, more guidance, that's definitely something I'm interested in. So it's important to me to be aware of the energy that is around me. And we can control, alter, and adjust that energy minute to minute, day by day, year by year, in order to alter the energy forms around us and the energy framework. You might not realize that you have an energy framework. And while things might change on a minute to minute or day to day basis for you, your energy framework stays about the same. It gets adjusted with little ticks and little clicks by the little things that you do on a daily basis. But if you're doing, saying, and thinking the exact same things today that you were yesterday and every day for the last five years, your energy foundation and structure has not changed. If you want different things to happen in your life, you need to change your energy structure, your energy framework. And the way that you do that is by being aware of the energy that you have around you and making minor changes consistently over a long period of time. It's the little changes that you do on a daily basis over a long period of time that make the critical changes that last and that stick to you in the long term. Let me tell you a little bit more about that. Some of the ways and structures of energy around you start with your physical body. For one thing, your physical body 
as we've talked about, is an amazing, massively phenomenal virtual reality suit that you get to wear around because you are not your body. Your higher self, your true self, sits in your body, lives in your body, uses it at this as this amazing virtual reality suit to interact with this planet. Because your soul, without a body, cannot taste strawberries, cannot walk in the sand, and cannot have orgasms. And those are things that your body can feel for you. Those are experiences that you can have through your body that you cannot have any other way. And that's one of the reasons why we have a body. So we can interact and experience this life on this earth. But remember that your body isn't you. Your body holds an energy signature. And your spirit, your soul, your higher self, your true self matches the energy signature of your body, which is why your higher self is able to sit in and around this physical being that we use to walk around this planet. At some point in time, your physical VR suit is going to change its energy, is going to lose energy. And at some point in time, your physical VR suit will no longer be able to match the signature of your soul, at which point your soul will no longer remain in this physical VR suit that you're wearing. That doesn't mean your, your soul ends at all. It just means that you no longer have a use for this physical VR suit. And in many ways, it opens up many, many more things and opportunities that you can't do when you're stuck in this physical VR suit. But it is the energy signature of your body that matches your soul that allows you to be here. And if that energy signature of your body doesn't match, meaning if the energy of your body dies, the energy of your soul can't match with that. And that's what death is. While you are alive, you can be aware, you can know that your body has its own energy. All you have to do is sit still and close your eyes, breathe slowly, and feel your body. Your body is constantly vibrating. In its stillest moment, your body is never still. There is constant fluctuation of energy in and around you. Your body is one of those ways that you feel, experience, and can alter your energy. Other things are your surrounding surroundings, the place that you're in and the people that you're with. These things have a tremendous effect on the energy that is around you. You all know when that cranky person comes into the room that it affects everybody, right? And you also know, you've, you have to have known somebody in your life, and maybe it's you, that this person walks into a room and the energy could be average or stagnant, and this person walks in and everyone brightens. Everyone smiles. Everybody's a little bit quicker to laugh. Everybody's a little bit quicker to share a joke. You know those people. Pay attention to those people and be aware of their energy. Often they don't even have to speak to have that effect. They walk into the room. They bring their energy with them, and it changes the energy in the room. You know some of those people that you love to have around you because of the energy that they bring to you. There's got to be some people that you're like, you know what, I'm not even sure what it is because I don't know what it is that you're saying or what you're doing, but there's something about you that I just love. 
And I love to be in your presence because I always feel good. If you can find those people, surround yourself with them. Even better is be one of those people. Our surroundings also matter not just in the live beings that we come in contact with, but simply the things that we surround ourselves with. A lot of people like to joke about feng shui. There's something to it, guys. When you change the things around you, the energy around you changes. That simply just is. I would recommend, if you're interested in this at all, it's really easy to Google and look up your feng shui number. You do this based on your birthday. You add up the dates in your birthday to get a number, and that is your feng, feng shui number. And then there's grids and graphs that you can follow that will tell you certain ideas, certain things where you should, which direction you should point your bed, which direction you should point your favorite chair, which direction you should sit when you're meditating, depending on what it is that you're focusing on. These things actually matter because the energy around you matters. In feng shui, for example, one recommendation is to keep your bed on an inner wall of your house, not against an outer wall, because it's not as sheltered. The inner wall has more foundation, is stronger, there's more strength to it. And sleeping with your head and your bed against an inner wall will give you more foundation. Also, in addition to not wanting your bed against an outside wall, you do not want your bed underneath a window. Your energy will slowly leach out through that window. So it's best to put your bed on an inside wall that does not have a window. It's a simple thing. It's a little thing. But making those changes makes a difference. And if you've ever rearranged your living room or rearranged your bedroom, you know that the energy changes. You know it feels different after you rearrange it. Sometimes... You don't even necessarily need to look up your feng shui number on any of that. You just can look around your house and say, the energy is stagnant here. I need a change. And at that point, you move your furniture around and do it in a way that feels good. Small example, I had a lamp sitting on an end table. And I really like that lamp. But every time I walked past it, it just, something about the energy seemed to drag me. And so I moved it. I literally moved it four feet from one end table to another end table that was against the wall. And now when I walk through that space, it feels more open. It feels clearer. And I enjoy that space more. Another thing that affects your energy critically, I mentioned at the beginning, is your personal emotion. Energy is, or emotion is energy in motion. Emotion, energy in motion. Okay. The things around you, the tables, your chairs, all of those things are formed of massively, rapidly circulating energy. Every single thing is 99.999% empty space. Every solid thing, even your own head that you might knock on, is 99.999% empty space. Space. Did I say solid space? Empty space. Open space. You should theoretically be able to wipe your hand directly through any solid thing because nothing is actually solid. Everything is 99.999% open, empty space. The point is that the energy molecules are spinning so fast that they feel solid. Kind of like if you were to try to drive your car into a tornado. 
you would not get through that tornado, even though it's just air. Because it's spinning so fast, you would basically slam into it and be have your entire car destroyed. Solid things in front of you aren't that fierce or perhaps violent. However, everything is moving energy. Solid things are moving energy. Your emotions are moving energy, but without the solid thing. But tell me, haven't you had some emotions maybe some love, maybe some happiness, maybe some sadness, maybe some devastation that feels pretty dang solid inside you. I know I felt that way. Emotion is energy in motion. Anytime you experience an emotion, it changes the feeling in your body and around your body. You can be aware of this. Think of the last time you were really, really mad. How did your chest feel? Was it tight? Was your breathing fast? You see, those things were literally affecting your body. But it wasn't your body that gave you the emotion. The emotion gave your body the change. Right? It's not the other way around. When you took on that emotion, the energy of that emotion traveled through and around your body and changed, literally changed how your body reacted to the point that your palms might sweat. The rest of you might sweat. You're going to breathe faster. And it literally changes the physiology and chemistry inside your body. Even the hormones that are excreted get changed on a moment-to-moment basis based on your emotions. And science can tell you all kinds of things about emotions. I'm telling you about the energy side of it. Your emotions are energy. And tell me something else. When you're mad, oh, when you're so mad, doesn't it kind of just in a little bit of way feel good? Isn't there something satisfying about that? Doesn't it feel good to have that much vigor, to have that much passion about something, even if it's the stinking dirty dishes? But gosh dang it, doesn't it feel good to have that passion about that? That's what energy is. And the idea is that hopefully we can move up the emotional scale. Because things like devastation and absolute hopelessness are at the very, very bottom. And they're a very low energy. Above that, you can get to anger and blaming. And believe it or not, anger and blaming is still a higher frequency emotion and is higher up the vibrational scale than hopelessness is. If you've ever experienced these emotions, you know It feels better to be angry than it does to be hopeless. If you're stuck between the two, go for anger because at least that is moving up the scale. And from anger, maybe you can move on to hope and continue on up. You can alter your emotions and you can alter how you experience emotions. And in doing this, You alter the energy in and around your body. For example, if you get angry and you hold on to that anger, you are holding on to that lower vibrational energy and keeping it inside you. Energy must flow. It is what energy does. Energy does not sit still. That's why we have solid items that sit still is because the energy inside them does not sit still. If the energy inside them sat still, they would disappear. 
Energy must flow. Energy must go. Other forms of energy, for example, to help you understand this, electricity is a form of energy. Yes? Electricity only works if it's flowing. There must be a back and forth. There must be a give and take. Where it goes one direction, it comes back another. Energy must always flow. Energy that is sitting still isn't doing anyone any good. You can, in some ways, store energy. For example, a battery. You can store energy in a battery. However, if that battery is never connected to something, if it never has the opportunity to let its energy flow, eventually it'll die and never do anybody any good. Another form of energy is water. Water must flow. When water doesn't flow, it stagnates and becomes harmful to life. Water must flow. The more flowing water is, the more healthy it is, and the more the energy, the areas around that water flourish. If you don't believe water is energy, you're not paying attention. Look in the desert to where the water is. You're not just going to find a spring in a pool of water. You're going to find oases and people and good things wherever that water is. But water must flow. You can keep it in a reservoir, but even the reservoir has to have an inlet and an outlet. It can't sit still. It must be flowing. Here's another example of energy. Money. Money is energy. That dollar bill means nothing other than the energy that it gives you to accomplish things. If you stuff all your money in your mattress and it never goes anywhere, it never does you any good and in fact loses value over time. If your money is working for you, if it's invested, if it's doing things, if you're actively buying and selling, even if you're not the one doing it, but if you hire somebody else to do it for you, if your money is flowing, it's moving, and it will bring you more back. Energy that sits still becomes stagnant and does not help life. You want your energy to be constantly moving, to be constantly flowing. And what that means is that when you get an emotion, you need to experience it, you need to go into it, you need to let it play out, and then let it go on its way. We talk about letting go of of anger. We talk about letting go of fear. We talk about not holding on to emotions and not focusing on emotions. That does not mean ignore them. Your emotions are real. When you get an emotion, that is energy in and around your body giving you a message. And energy, like money, must be spent. It must be used. It must serve its purpose. So when you have an emotion, don't block it. Don't shove it in the mattress. Let it flow. Let it do what it needs to. Have those tears. Cry it out. Get mad. Hit a pillow. Let the emotion roll through you. The point is don't hold onto it. Don't stuff that emotion in your mattress where it's going to depreciate. Sit there clogged and stuck. Let it flow. It's okay to experience emotions. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be afraid. 
if that's what's rolling through you. The point is, let it roll through. Don't stop it. Don't hold on to it. Don't try to make it something else. In fact, this is a way you can see the thought, not be the thought. Recognize that your body is feeling these emotions. And it's hard to step back from something that you are feeling physically in your body. But try to see it more objectively. Try to recognize, what is this that I'm feeling? Why am I feeling this? What does it need from me? And then let that roll through. Cry the tears if you need to. Talk to a friend if you need to. Howl at the moon if you need to. And then let it roll out. And acknowledge it when it leaves. Whether it was anger, whether it was joy, say thank you. And move on. The more you try to hold on to something, even something good, the more you inhibit the natural flow of energy coming through your life. Has never been something that you knew you needed to do. You knew it was important for you. You knew it was important for the people in your life or whatever. But it was, it was a difficult thing to do. So you put it off and put it off and put it off. And you notice how your life kind of stagnated, how you kind of got stuck, how you couldn't progress, you couldn't move forward because you were stuck. You got to let things flow. In some ways, you don't even have to let them go. You just have to let them flow. If you hold on to it, you're holding on to it. If you sit back, watch it, recognize it, say, I have this emotion. I'm really feeling this. I'm going to allow myself to really feel this. And then I'm going to let it roll out. And when it does, it does. When you learn to do it like this, the emotions will roll out when you're done with them and when they are done with you. And that allows you a success. You have successfully flowed that emotion through you. Congratulations. Don't feel like you can't have emotions. Just know that it's not a good idea to hold on to them. Even joy and love are things that are going to roll through moment to moment. And the more you give, the more you get back. Love and joy is not something you can ever hold on to. You can't have one date with one person where you felt loved and, and hold on to that for the rest of your life. You need people in your life that are going to bring you joy and love. And you need those people to constantly be coming and going through your life. And when one person that you love moves forward into a different stage of their and your life, you got to know that that's energy flowing. And that's a good thing. Let's talk real quick about the energy centers in your body. This is something that I actually used to think was pretty hokey. I didn't have an understanding of it, but as I've learned to understand energy, I can absolutely recognize the energy and the energy centers that are in my body. We have seven, primarily. Starting at the bottom, which is um, the bottom of your torso, is the root or base chakra. This one is usually colored in red. And according to Maslow's hierarchy of need, the root chakra meets the foundation of Maslow's hierarchy. It's about safety. It's about security. You can't really worry about anything else unless you know that you're safe. 
Above that is the navel chakra. This one is, the center of it is just below the belly button. Above that is the solar plexus chakra. Above that is the heart chakra. The heart chakra is the center of the seven. It's the one right in the middle. And it tends to have, I'm not saying that any one chakra is is bigger or more important than each other. They're not. But the heart chakra is one that we speak about a lot. And it's one that we can learn to use to change our lives and definitely change the energy around us. Above that one is the throat chakra. The throat chakra is all about your authenticity and you speaking your truth. Above that is your third eye chakra in the center of your mind or center of your forehead. And this is the one that helps give you additional guidance and intuition. It speaks to your heart. You see, they're all connected. Above that, top of your head is your crown chakra. When I feel out of sorts, when I feel disconnected, when I feel off, I do a simple thing to organize or align my energy centers. We all have, in the palm of our hand, we have magnetic, electromagnetic sensors. And you can use the palm of your hand over your head. Just put your hand flat over your head, or I sometimes will point my middle finger down and do a circle above your scalp. That's all it is. Do this five, six, seven times, and it organizes those energy centers and helps align you. And when I do that, it makes me feel so much better. Guys, that's Della. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be with you again. Remember, I'm not trying to tell you what to think, but I am trying to get you to think for yourself. Thanks for joining me this week on the Extraordinary Talk Show. I will see you next time.